It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. You don't celebrate the Queen on the May 2-4 weekend? I celebrate the Queen every single day. Yeah. Not just the Victoria Day weekend, every day. Only queen I celebrate is Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, way back in the day, and there was always a Victoria Day, but apparently it kind of sucked. Fun, and then Canadians sobered up and they said, we got to fix this thing. We got to make this thing a long weekend. It was actually Queen Victoria's birthday. I don't know who that is, but thank you for giving us a long weekend. Best thing about the royal family is sometimes they have birthdays, and sometimes those birthdays turn into holidays. When she died, they turned it into a holiday. One thing Canadians do well is they know how to make things better. Playoff season, we weren't paying attention. So then in 1952, a couple smart politicians got together and thought, why don't we just celebrate this on the Monday of the weekend before the 24th? We could go camping. You should give thanks to Queen Victoria, Queen Civic for the Civic Long Weekend, and yes. Queen Labor for the Labor Day Long Weekend as Queen well. Queen Labor, one of my favorites. I love Queen Labor. Yeah. There's a new legend of the guy who ate at KFC for a year for free. Suit and tie, he'd walk into KFC stores and say, I'm from head office. I'm here to do quality checks on the chicken. Give me a bucket of chicken so I can uh, test the quality. Yeah, test the quality. That's right. Looked the part. Employees were even scared when he showed up. Like, oh, the guy from head office is here. Quick, clean that counter. Things yeah, like that. Get the bucket ready. Sounds like he went back to the stores more than once. Until they realized, oh, he's not from head office. The real head office person is here. You're not Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine he dressed up like the colonel? Yeah, I'm Colonel Sanders. Uh, colonel Sanders died. Going to KFC and this works. Say you're from head office. I have a suit that I haven't worn in a while. And if I can get a free bucket out of it, why not? Test everything on the menu. Can I get it to go? All breasts, please, in the bucket. I want an all breast bucket. Everyone coming into KFC today will be like, yeah, I'm from head office. No, please do not do this. Or if you do film it, send it to Country 104.9. Back when I was a kid, there were slides that were maybe 15 feet high. You climbed up and you went down. Some of them had a little ramp in the middle. And slowly, they've gotten rid of all those really great parks. That's because they're not safe, Matthew. Oh, we they're, never got hurt. We survived it. That's why people had so many kids way back, because they'd lose them on the slides. <laughs> I was remembering those slides. I was reading this story of a steep 38-meter slide that opened and closed in Spain on the same day, <laughs> connecting two streets. Two streets. A lot of people got hurt. One person wrote, oh, it's a piece of crap. I went on it and I'm, I heard all over. I flew two meters in the air and the police started to laugh at me. This lady wrote. <laughs> the police are laughing. And then people couldn't help but wonder how long until some drunk tourists ride the slide. So Closed the night it opened. I guess my dreams for having a slide from the top of the hill down to the lake are over. In Goderich, that'd be great. Yeah. And also so dangerous. I wouldn't ride that slide, but I would want to watch other people do it. Get it all on video. Yeah, yeah. I want it to happen, but not to me. Somewhere out there, there's a kid and their dad driving somewhere. And there's no music playing. It's stony silent because the dad likes to listen to the engine. I've approached him with car problems before. He's like, you didn't hear this like a week ago? I was like, no. He's like, you probably listen to music in the car. You're supposed to listen to the engine. How often do things go wrong with the engine that you I need to listen know. to the engine? Often enough that you should be able to anticipate these things. See, my dad didn't know much about engines. That wasn't his thing. He's a minister. So he would be talking to God rather than talk to me sometimes times.
Talking to me? Talking to somebody more interesting. <laughs> Talking to the creator of the universe. What have you created aside from those songs you wrote? <laughs> Competing with God. Call up Kate's dad. Country music fan. I think you guys are the best car dad. Yeah, we listen to music. We talk about the music and the songs that's on. Yeah. And we have conversations. It's nice. a grand old time. Nice. What's dad's name? <laughs> Jim. Jim. And Jim. it's also kind of the same thing with Todd, too. Stepdad Todd. Stepdad Todd and Jim dad and Todd, Jim. good car dads. I'm, <laughs> good I'm car a good dads. car dad. Yeah, I get all the, uh, the the podcasts ready, and I make playlists of songs that I really feel like they need to hear. Even sometimes theme based on where we're going. I put a lot of thought into the playlist. I'm going to argue with you on this one because I know you've played our podcast, Country 104.9. Our morning show has a podcast, and you've made your kids listen. You've made them listen to you and I. Oh, they love it on our podcast. You can find it on our website, our on our Facebook page as well. Yeah. But you'll make them listen to our corny jokes, and I would argue that makes you not the best dad to drive with, <laughs> not the worst dad. Yeah. Listen to this zinger I had with Fatty the other morning. They're like, oh, oh we hear your zingers all the time. Oh, thanks for talking about me, Dad. <laughs> I make fun of your hipster kids sometimes. You mm. got a, you got one with a beard and a camper van. Yeah, and they, they'll give the radio the finger when yeah. you do that. So, <laughs> Hussy kids, you're welcome. Something I noticed when I moved over to Huron County is pickup trucks. Oh, the pickup trucks are everywhere. Yeah, and there seems to be these wars over which truck is the best. My truck has balls. It literally yeah. has truck nuts on the back of it. Pictures of the kid peeing on the other brand name or it's, whatever. It's Calvin from Calvin and yeah. Hobbes. It's an age-old argument, Ford versus Chevy. See a lot of Chevys around here. See a lot of Ford F-150s, too. Yeah. You ever hear someone fighting over the merits of which vehicle's better? A buddy of mine loves Chevy, got a Chevy tattoo. What? He has a tattoo, yeah. Good Lord. Mike, if you're listening, dumb tattoo, buddy. That's serious stuff. Well, an argument broke out over which car manufacturer produces the better vehicles, which resulted in a woman being stabbed, shot five times during a family dinner. Holy crap. Yeah. I don't think anyone died. Yeah, who got stabbed? The Chevy or the Ford supporter? Not sure. I wonder if they used to argue back in the day before vehicles, horse versus mule or something. My ox is better. No, the horse is definitely the best. Pull out the rifle. Yeah, Sorry. but after one shot, you'd have to pour in the gunpowder and load the bullet again. <laughs> it would take 10 minutes between gunshots. Give them more time to argue. I think the clear winner here was Dodge Ram. Latest wedding trend, beer bureaus. This isn't a trend. It happened at one wedding. No, it, apparently it's spreading across the U.S. There's one website we read that has said <laughs> it's spreading across America. So basically, they've trained donkeys to walk around with these pack saddles. Donkeys have learned to carry alcohol, party favors, food around your wedding. They serve in the food at the wedding. Donkey in Spanish is burro. Burro. Beer burro. This is great. We have a lot of farm weddings here in Huron County. Yeah, I've been to a couple. I'm They're going nice. to a wedding this weekend and I hope there's donkeys there. Yeah, donkeys with big cases of beer. I would love to grab some hors d'oeuvres from some donkeys. A beer burro, you get drunk and you just end up spilling all your problems to the yeah. donkey. <laughs> Hugging the donkey. <laughs> she doesn't even look at me anymore. And the donkey's like, dude, not my problem. Donkey's thinking, yeah, you're not the only ass at the wedding. Oh, yeah. you said it. Well, in reference to the donkey. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in the Bible, so you yeah. can say that word. I hope there's a lot of other farm animals there. Maybe a goat officiant. A rooster ring bear would be good. Pig security. And that's just your spouse's side of the family. Oh. Oh. See how I didn't say man or woman? I said spouse. You decide. Cow caterers. Cow caterers would be nice. That's where it's at. I wouldn't touch any of that food if farm animals are around it. If only we could teach these donkeys to clean up all the chairs. They just eat them. Just leave the chairs. They'll chew on the chairs yeah. afterwards. Yeah. 
got to be careful on the road. Try not to get distracted. 60% of millennials said they responded to a text, wrote a text, or viewed a map on their phone. Man, the times have changed. Back in my day, we used MapQuest. You print out the whole route, 40 pages. It was in between actual big maps and now like just using your phone or your GPS. It was kind of the intermediary. For you kids who don't know MapQuest, it's like Google Maps, but imagine you had to like print out the directions. Back in my day, we had those big, you know, six feet by seven foot maps and you'd pull that thing out in the car. There was no room for someone in the passenger seat when you had that out. Nope. And those had to have been destroyed as well. The wind would pick up and blow that entire map over your entire windshield. You can't see a thing. Those weren't safe either. But the good thing about having those maps is if you get stuck on Highway 21 in the winter, you can burn those to keep warm. Town of Goderich is looking at their bicentennial, their 200th anniversary. One counselor said, maybe we should get ahead of this thing. We got to start planning now. We got to plan big. Hey, like for one, the, the two zeros lend themselves well for those novelty glasses. You could use those old year 2000 glasses. Just break off the last zero. Easy. I'm thinking everybody gets a 40-pound bag of rock salt for no reason other than we have a salt mine here. Have your salt, please. Yeah, enough for the next 100 years, perhaps. Very much. We could invite the queen. She'll still be around, right? She'll definitely be around. 101, that's She's 70 years in queen years. She never dies. This is a big one, and it's going to require planning now. We block off the Maitland River, and we get Cowbell Brewery in Blythe, which is up the Maitland River, and it's just a river of beer, river of Cowbell beer. The whole river's beer comes from Blythe. We dig a canal to the square, have the beer run up there, and we have Summerfest all summer long that A canal year. of beer going through downtown Godrich for Summerfest. Are we dreaming too big? I say we finally break open Tiger Dunlop's tomb, too. And we can make him dance around like a marionette for Summerfest. Yeah, see how he's held up. Is that disrespectful? We don't I know. I don't know. The bluffs at Rotary Cove Beach would be perfect to put a water slide down there and just launch oh. people into Lake Huron. All the way to Michigan. Invest in a massive water slide at Rotary Cove Beach. I like looking at the old pictures when the diving board was still at the end of the pier. There was a diving board on the pier? Yeah. I didn't know this. When I was a kid, it probably wouldn't be a good idea now that there's a bunch of rocks there. We don't have good history with rocks and lawsuits. No, we don't. <laughs> that was an Anookshook joke. <laughs> if they're redoing the boardwalk, let's make some more space under the boardwalk. At least there's enough room for a blanket and my baby. You're, That's where I'd be. You're quoting a drifter song. Yeah. Special machine. You put in discarded plastic bottles and cigarette butts and it gives you ice cold beer. What an incentive. That'd be kind of nice. Square brew. I'm looking at you. You're the town's yeah, brewer. Yeah, come on. Cowbell, you want to get in on this? Another complaint I hear is not enough sunsets. Town should provide more than just one sunset. They, they were only providing one sunset a day. My Instagram feed is almost empty. I know. I need at least two. Let's work for three sunsets per day. I'm an influencer. I need more sunsets. Hashtag Godrich Sunset. Australian family. They're out walking their dog. Dog's name's Lucky. Dog started playing with what they thought was a rock. Turned out to be gold. It was a gold nugget. $35,000 worth of gold. It's a great story, too, because the family had fallen on hard times, and they find this hunk of gold. Toys are tough. We can't pay the bills. We've got nothing to put on the barbie. I shouldn't lighten No, it's not funny. A sad Australian story. <laughs> Wish my dog could find gold. After reading a story like that, do you go home and look at your dog, and you're just like, you useless piece of garbage. You Stop don't... sniffing my crotch. Go find gold. You've barely found any gold since we adopted you. <laughs> okay, Uber, go find the gold. No, you know why? Because Uber is our gold. Lame. No, he's so sweet. <laughs> he's a good dog. I wouldn't pass him up for 35,000 bucks.
Would you pass them up for 50,000 bucks? Mm, I won't we'll answer talk. that. We'll talk. It's International No Diet Day. It's a day where if you're doing a fad diet, maybe you should go off of that and just eat healthy and exercise. We've seen a lot of these fad diets recently. I don't want to say it's a bad diet, but our own co-op Kate is on one of these diets. You're on the keto diet. Yeah, I do the keto diet. Which is just you eat raw red meat all day long. Just steak all day. <laughs> just raw. Mm. Bone and everything. You just eat the whole steak bone in. Well, at least there's some <laughs> science behind that one. But the grapefruit diet, remember that. You just eat nothing but grapefruit for 10 to 12 days. So you might lose some weight, but then your body fights back. Also, grapefruit tastes like battery acid. There's the five-bite diet. In this one, you skip breakfast. Then you eat only five bites of food for lunch and five bites for dinner. Can it be anything? Anything, but you only get five bites. There's no way that's healthy, though. I can eat a Big Mac in like three bites. I'd just get a big, huge spoon. (laughs) Matt just broke the five-bite diet. And then there's the Sleeping Beauty diet. You take a sedative, sleep for 10 hours a day, because when you're sleeping, you're not eating. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I sleep, eat Doritos. International No Diet Day is today. We got a press release from the Huron County Health Unit. And they're saying, if you're on one of those fad diets, just ignore it today. Just eat some good food and veg and do a little exercise. There are some things you can do this morning. For example, if you're going through the drive-thru to get your coffee, instead of doing the drive-thru, just park your car. You can burn some extra calories by walking inside the Tim Hortons and getting your dozen bagels. Burn a couple extra calories doing that. Those bagels are heavy too, so you could work out with those. Switch arms, do five reps each. Awesome. Yeah, build some muscle that way. Instead of taking the elevator up to the gym at the YMCA, walk up the stairs. Or or even better, just walk up to McDonald's. It's just up the road. McDonald's is right across the street. Just walk next door. Get a workout. Maybe you're going to be shopping for chips this weekend. Kill two birds with one stone. Buy nacho cheese Doritos. That way you get your serving of dairy. While catching up on Game of Thrones today, take a shot of your veggie juice every time they say, winter's coming. Or every time a dragon Mm. breathes fire. Just a few simple things you can do to stay in shape. PC government is investing in small business. Doug Ford says, Friends, we're making life easier for hunters and supporting small business. Investing in hats for hide. You have an old deer hide, old fox, raccoon hide. Take it to a local depot. They'll give you a high-vis hunting hat. Doesn't go far enough. I'm thinking the beers for steers. You bring the steak. Your friend provides the beers. I'm currently fighting ants in my house. Ants for pants. Yeah. I have a lack of pants, but I got a lot of ants. Walleyes for french fries. Any walleye you catch in Lake Huron can be taken to McDonald's for a large order of fries. How do you think they make the filet fish Mm. Oh, hoofs for hamburgers. Mm -mm. Mm. Just bring in those old hoofs and get hamburgers. Bass for grass. You mail the province of bass. They mail you six grams of our finest cannabis. Bucks for beer. Ooh, that program already exists, doesn't it? No, no, no. Bucks for beer. Trade in your buck for the beer. I see what you did there. This guy, he started a huge online argument with a simple question. Wanted to know if people were washing their legs. I assumed everybody washed their legs in the shower. 800,000 people responded to this. 19% don't wash their legs. Not washing their damn legs. I'm a new leg washer. Why? I used to just do the top half, and then I would just assume that all the soap that was running down my legs would take care of it. That's not how washing works, Matthew. Well, sort of. No! I got I got a good <laughs> water pressure going on, so I figure the legs are just taken care of. I put a new shower head on and the water pressure is fantastic. I don't need to wash below the knee. So you wash every part of your body you yeah, can dude. reach. I'm lazy. It depends on the morning. Sometimes I just can't be bothered bending over to get oh, the legs. good lord. Do you do the bottom of your feet? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I do everything. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't do that. Top to bottom. Gosh, now I have this visual of you in the shower. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'll text okay. you some photos yeah. later. Keep hearing all these stories lately about people going up to wildlife. Oh, that's so cute. They want to take a picture and then the wildlife does what wildlife does. Attacks them. It bites. Yeah, we got an email press release from the Huron County Health Unit. And they said there's been a rise in incidents of people uh, getting bitten while petting or cuddling with wild animals in the area. You witnessed this. Yeah, we were out at one of the parks. There was these tourists getting really close to the raccoon whole crowd was gathered around. We thought there was a celebrity up there or something. Turns out it was just a raccoon sitting there. And just a fat raccoon. Everyone's taking pictures with the raccoon. It might have been that raccoon from the Avengers movies. I think it was, yeah. I yeah. think it was Rocket Raccoon. He was speaking. Yes, he was. So maybe it was him. And eating garbage. I was just waiting for it to attack. So my theory is maybe it's the out-of-towners, because here on county, people live in the bush all year round, right? The residents, but it is a tourist area. <laughs> so I'm wondering if it's the tourists who are spotting the wild turkey on a trail somewhere and they're like, oh, let's get a photo. Oh, honey, look at the wild turkey. It's so cute. Look at how close it's letting me get. Okay, honey, grab my phone. Take a picture. I'm going to put my arm around the turkey. (laughs) And then the Huron County Health Unit emails us. Yeah. That was all a setup so we could do that. Was it worth it, Co-op Kate? Co-op Kate's (laughs) laughing and nodding yes. It was so worth it. I'm glad you enjoyed that. (laughs) That was a good turkey impersonation. Not bad, right? Yeah. I practiced for like three hours last night. Wow. Just looking in the mirror. You warmed up. I warmed you up. You did yeah. vocal exercises. Done. The bar's low here at Country 104.9. <laughs> Got my daughter home from university yesterday. Parents always told me this that, oh, when they come back from university, oh, they're, they're so much older. They've changed so much. And this happened to my daughter. She's just this woman all grown up now and she's all mature and she's with this wizened old lady it's a nice feeling seeing them grow up like that they learn to do things for themselves and uh, they tell you how much they love you and miss you and stuff like that they don't take you as for granted after they go away it's, it's nice. true man it's true i really learned to appreciate my mom after i moved out yeah totally. it probably only lasts for a week but i'm enjoying it it's a it's a good week yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. <laughs> but my first thought was like, oh, so you have an extra mouth to feed now. Yeah. Some things never change. You still eat all your food. Still left your towel on the floor. Oh, oh good oh. Lord. I've never had kids and probably never will. How do you not scream is, I guess, the question I want to ask. Is it a common thing for like everybody to be minding their own business and then Matt Hussey, dad of the household, you just hear him in the other room? Whose damn towel is this? <laughs> Is that a common thing in the hussy household? My approach is to just pick it up and hang it up, which is maybe no help. Teenagers, they love leaving clothes on the floor. I don't know what the appeal is. It's gross. The floor's dirty. The floor's dirty, you dirty teenager. (laughs) And you, you 20-year-old hipster, pick up your clothes. Pick them up. I love doing an impression of you about your family to you. That sounds nothing like you. It's not me at all. It sounds nothing like you. Well, welcome back, all the kids from university returning to Huron County. Would you rather go to jail for a week or move? If I'm in jail, are people moving for me? Are people moving all my stuff while I'm in jail? (laughs) I don't think that's the question, but yeah, I would go to jail for a week if I knew people were moving for me. Totally. The house will be all set up. But if it's a choice (laughs) of like move all your friend stuff or go to jail for a week, might be going to jail for a week. Moving can be fun if you have 
all the friends over and you have pizza. If you just look at it as a pizza party where you're moving sofas, it's kind of fun. In what world <laughs> is moving sofas fun? I don't know. In the hussy world? Is that what you guys did as kids? There's nine of you, so maybe the budget was a little thin. Your mom's like, let's all move couches, kids. Yay! Yay! Well, we recently moved our daughter home from Montreal, and that was one dorm room. This took us three to four hours to pack up her stuff and then pack up the van. It, oh, man, it was a lot of work. I can't imagine doing a whole house again. So I, I get this. 27% think there's more pressure placed on them during a move than during a job interview. And one in five say moving is more stressful than planning a wedding. Really? Planning a wedding? Yeah, that seems like the most stressful thing to do. Yeah, planning a Huron County wedding is pretty easy. Yeah. Just need the plaid and the shotgun. Yeah, a couple bales of hay for the people to sit on. Easy, P. Done. We just planned your wedding for you. Willie Nelson is on this month's cover of the Rolling Stone. They calling it the weed issue. Everything you want to know about weed. Nelson says he's high all the time. Has been for years. To the surprise of no one. His routine consists of a few puffs of vape, a few chocolates, occasionally hitting an expensive version of a gravity bong. A gravity bong. Whatever that is. I don't even know what that I, is. I don't even know what that is. There are people in their car driving up to Seven Acres being like, everybody knows what a gravity bong How is. How could they not know? How could you not know? He also said that he smoked with Jimmy Carter's son on the roof of the White House, Chip Carter. Chip Carter. <laughs> Chip took him up to the roof of the White House and they smoked a joint. I can totally picture this happening. You hear the new Conway Twitty album? Oh yeah, man. It's, it's so awesome. good. It's so good. Let's hit the gravity bong one more time. I think that's where he wrote that song, On the Roof Again. Or was it On the Reef Again? On the Reef Again. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Two Scottish brothers, they went on an epic road trip. This sounds like a lot of fun. They called it a rude trip of the UK. They visited every town that had a naughty name. Took a picture in front of the sign. 34 places. I can't even name most of these on the radio. We were discussing it off mic. There, most of them you can't say on the radio. There are a few you can say, though. Places like Upper Thong, Sandy Balls, <laughs> Pound Bottom, Crap, <laughs> crap Stone. These are real places in the UK. Pound bottom got me. Butthole Lane. Yep. Another one. I think that's in Salford. To name a few. Yeah. The funny thing is, is their trip went viral. And so people have been emailing them from these places. And some of them never even occurred to them that their place name was funny. I never even thought up a thong could be dirty. How could you live on Butthole Lane and have never thought that that's kind of a funny name for my street? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Fair enough. And it got us thinking, this could be a tourism ministry in Canada and in Huron County. Because we got some bizarre names, like Balls Falls here in Ontario. We have Balls. I've been to Balls Falls. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful falls. Beautiful. We have Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. There's also a Middle and Upper Sackville. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Crotch Lake is also in Ontario. Oh, Crotch Lake. Crotch Lake. Beautiful Crotch Lake. Climax Saskatchewan they could visit. They could go to Shag Harbor, Nova Scotia or Dildo, Wait. Newfoundland. There's actually a town named after you, Matt. What? Tiny Township. It's fantastic. Oh! Also a town named after me, Grand Bend. Give myself the crickets there. I want to go to Bacon Cove, Newfoundland. Mm, Bacon, Bacon Cove. And of course there's Dungannon. Dungannon, Huron County. 
you got an emergency call from your dad yesterday. Yeah, and my family knows I go to bed early. I'm up early for the morning show. My phone's on Do Not Disturb. I have it set so that it'll ring if somebody from my family or somebody from work calls. Usually it's an emergency. Everybody knows when I'm sleeping. Got a call from my dad. Yeah. So I answer her frantically, hello? Said, hey, did you touch the thermostat on Saturday? Because I was in London on Saturday visiting my parents. Is this a rule in your house that the kids don't touch the thermostat? Not really, but I guess it's a dad thing, right? He sensed that something was going on with the thermostat. I just got to call him. I just got to know. Well, he probably asked my mom and my brother who still live with him, did you guys touch the thermostat? And they were probably like, no, we don't touch the thermostat. So then I was the last person in the house aside from them two. So he called me while I'm sleeping. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I touched the thermostat. And he could tell like something was off. He's like, what's wrong? I'm sorry, I was sleeping. And then he realized, oh, I messed up. If I woke Fatty up while he was sleeping, I know he goes to bed early. So he's like, oh, sorry. Okay, good night. I'm wondering if something went down in the house there where he thought the other two were lying. (laughs) And he had to just know. It's happened. Yeah, he had to just know that they weren't lying to him. His curiosity got the best of him. I'm going to call Fatty. You guys are... Yeah, dude, I turned the thermostat down. Like, cool your dad engines. And why would he call to to complain that you saved him money? Yeah. You turned it down. I turned the thermostat down. He sleeps in the basement of the house, so it's really cool down there. So the heat's higher than it should be to keep the room moderate. Meanwhile, all the other three levels of the house are super warm, which was the case on Saturday. So I turned it down from 76 to 74. Ooh. He was complaining that I saved him energy. But you can relate because your kids have touched the thermostat and you lost your damn mind. Well, I didn't lose my mind, but my, my daughter had a habit of cranking it to 85. But then your son keeps the window open as well. Yes. So then all that heat escapes. So the thermostat kept kicking in 24-7. Son's got the window open. Daughter's trying to get warm, cranking it up. There was no winning. We got the heating bill and it was through the roof. I'm not paying to heat the outdoors. So now I rigged it so that they can't touch it. He just took the battery out of the thing. <laughs> Actually, it was a happy accident. The The battery won't work anymore. It just doesn't work. Stuck at like a 65. And who says miracles don't actually happen? It's a miracle. We've all seen someone trying to transport something because they didn't want to fork up the money for a U-Haul or they don't have a friend with a truck. So they grab their Volkswagen Jetta and shove a couch in the back of it. Video of this guy. OPP are warning people, don't transport your lumber with both your back doors open. So this guy had both back doors open, lumber sticking out both doors. Laying across the back seat. On the QEW. On the Queen's Expressway, (laughs) one of the major highways that goes through the GTA. Good Lord. And this is a city problem. And again, I grew up in London, Ontario. I didn't really know anybody with a pickup truck. Everybody drives a sedan in the city. We all know everybody with pickup trucks. Yeah, you're hard-pressed to find somebody without a pickup truck in Huron County. You need to transport some lumber, just call one of your 15 friends, one of your 12 neighbors with a pickup truck. That being said, out of those 15 friends, there's usually only one that actually uses the back of the pickup truck. The other 14 are like, well, I don't really want to get it dirty. Yeah. Well, why'd you buy a truck? It's Huron County. If you care, the moon's shrinking. It's not made of cheese, by the way. It's not made of cheese. We looked into it. So it's more like a raisin. NASA's saying it shrinks as the interior cools, wrinkles as it ages. And how much smaller is it now? 150 feet skinnier in the last several hundred million years. That's about how much I've lost off my weight line, but 150 feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You share a lot in common with the moon. 
I wonder what diet it's on. I wish my moon would shrink. It's on the dark matter diet. Yeah, probably. It's where you eat nothing but dark matter and then cabbage soup on the weekends. Yes. Treat yourself to the cabbage soup. Dark matter weighs a lot. Don't go on the dark matter diet. Also, it's not a real thing. Congratulations to everyone who participated in the run around the square. It was a good time and the rain held off too. Yeah, it was a little chilly, but not while we were running. It was great temperature for running. Little on the chilly side and my tights made my butt look really nice too. Oh yeah. Now, close to the end of the run, I did the 5K run. You also did the 5K co-op, Kate, 5K as well. Yeah. Your first 5K. Congratulations. First 5K. Congratulations. Thank we you. were there when you crossed the finish line. Yeah. It was nice. I got a little family photo of you. You did. I started yeah, to cry. You. She crossed the finish line with her mom. That was nice, man. On Mother's Day. That was nice. Yeah. I was just on the last leg coming around the square to the finish line and there's like this eight-year-old kid. Yes. He was just, he was like a few feet ahead of me. I managed to beat him <laughs> past the finish line and I felt good about it. Oh, that- I was like, like in my, I'd never said it out loud except for right now, but I was like, yeah, that's right, kid. An older guy beat you. Well, see, you mentioned this this morning. I thought oh, I, I was struggling with this too because I was neck and neck with this eight-year-old kid for two or three kilometers and I'm like, I can't let this kid beat me. I'll be embarrassed. I got to set so, this child in his place. So, <laughs> so I had this ki- kid to the right of me and older gentleman to the left of me. Like a lot older. But that made me, f- that, w- that was good for my confidence because this guy was in his 70s, but he was a former Olympic athlete, I believe. Yeah, this guy had an Olympic jacket on. So I felt pretty good about myself if, you know, this is a pr- former Olympic athlete, mind you. I, I mean, I hope I'm him at 70-something. Incredible. Yeah, totally. Uh, confidence waned a little bit. There was a turtle in front of me. Yeah, yeah, but Yeah. Yeah. But you kicked but the I, turtle's but, butt afterwards. But I, I passed the kid. Yeah. Made me feel pretty good. You passed the child. But... <laughs> This is terrible. But this, it's not a race. We, we shouldn't have to, but there was like children way ahead of us we couldn't even see. Like yeah. there was other children who totally beat me, but I beat yeah. the kid next to me and that was all that mattered in my head. Terrible. We're bad people. One might think it's your divine right living in a small town to gossip. The gossip mill is the biggest employer in Huron County. But in a Filipino town, they have an anti-gossip law. First-time gossipers risk a fine and three hours of collecting garbage in the streets. That's a good punishment. <laughs> you got to collect trash. Someone had their mouth running again. They're out collecting trash. Did you hear she was seeing another man? Oh, trash pickup for you. There's like, hey, there's a Huron County Council meeting today. Maybe they can throw this on the agenda for today. You know this is going on behind closed doors though did you see what brenda wore do you see matt's shirt i don't think he, he's washed it for weeks unbelievable his hair is disgusting Shh, quiet Shh. you know when you go to the grocery store i forget my bags now they ask you do you want bags which is fine yes how many bags i'm never rude about it but it goes through my mind i don't know what to say it's, do i need two do i need five but you were suggesting the cashier should know how many bags you need well i figure they have more experience than me bagging groceries right but it's your groceries so they would know better than i do throw it back at them well however many bags that many groceries will need and they're like dude i just work here so you're thrown into this situation where you have to figure out the item to bag ratio you got two seconds it can be stressful This isn't quantum physics. I don't want to go too low and then be that person that looks like a con artist that asked for another couple bags that I was supposed to pay for. If I'm getting surgery... My doctor's not going to ask me, do you want both kidneys out or just the one? That is the I stupidest analogy I've ever it's, heard. It's dumb, but I figure the doctor knows better than me what's going on. It's yeah. foolish. It's petty. You just bring your, bring your re- reusable bags. Yeah. Keep them in the car with you. Problem solved. 
So Justin Trudeau in Paris this week, and he said in solidarity with France, we'd be offering up some steel and lumber to help rebuild the Notre Dame Cathedral, burned down April 15th. Very nice, and steel would be good. They're probably not going to put wooden beams back in there. I don't know what they're going to do. Who knows? They might try to build it to historical standards. We don't know. We're not architects yet. But I'm thinking there are some local things yeah. that we could loan them. There's that abandoned church in Carlo. Take the bricks from that. Send them overseas to Paris. Right. A church offering itself to another church. Well, and they're taking a the boardwalk down at the beach soon. We could maybe offer that lumber up. Yeah, it's pretty old lumber. Yeah. They could maybe burn it, warm their hands, bake some baguettes, dude, some local beer. I'd love to see a French construction guy drinking like a cowbell or a half hours on earth. They just have wine there, don't they? They drink wine. They eat their bread there. We drink it here. We drink our bread here. Maybe they need a new Quasimodo. I'm offering up our own fatty Didi. Your trap muscles are so big, it looks like a hunch. <laughs> this Danish politician advertising on Pornhub because he really wants to win. He said, I gotta go where the people are. Done the research and the people are on Pornhub. It's something I'm sure political parties have possibly considered. They figure, well, we better not. But this guy's doing it and he's getting results. He has this ad that reads, you know, when you're done, I won't say what he says, when you're done with your business, uh, vote for Yoki. Pornhub being a Canadian company, if you don't know, Pornhub is Canadian. I would love to see our federal political parties start using these Canadian resources ahead of this year's federal election. It could change a lot of the terminology that's used on Pornhub. Well, I think they are already. Term BBC stands for Big Beautiful Conservative now. There's nothing else it could stand for. Or MILF, make it liberal, folks. Or BDSM is now bring democracy, sheer majority. Andrew Shear could use that one. You can have that conservative. I'm sure that's what it stands for. By, that stands for by-election, right? By is for by-election. Yeah, yeah. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.